Love Life Church podcast, and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Y'all ready? I am so excited to be back. I am so excited for the word tonight. We're going to be talking about faith it till you make it. Don't fake it. Don't fake it. How many of you guys have heard, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, fake it till you make it, and you just a fake. You're just a fake. Nobody wants to be a fake. Nobody wants to grow up and be a fake. We got to stop faking it, and we need to start faithing it. We need to start operating in faith. God has so much for us. I walk up here tonight with you guys by faith, by faith, completely by faith. Genuine, real faith in God as my healer. Jesus is my redeemer. The Holy Spirit is my comforter. And let me tell you, I can't fake it. I got to believe that for real for myself, right? Otherwise, I'm going to just fall off this stage and ain't nobody got time for that, right? Nobody want to see that. I got to walk in faith and operate in faith. You know, I'm a girl with a plan. Your girl is always on a mission. From, from a young age, I've been a girl with a plan. What's the plan? Where are we going? When are we going? What time are we going? How are we going? What are we wearing? What are we dressing? Who's going to be there? What are we going to eat? What are we going to have? What are, like, that's me. I'm the why girl. If you ever wanted to have somebody, the most annoying person in your life, it's me. Why? 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 And it's, it's just a part of who I am. I'm a girl with a plan. And if you don't have a plan, I'm going to make a plan. Okay? I'm going to make a plan for you, and I'm going to make a plan for you, and I'm going to make a plan for you. And, oh, you guys would be great together to have a plan. It's just like, just like how I'm just a, I'm a girl with a plan. Okay? So either tell me the plan or I'm going to make a plan. I had a major surgery 16 days ago today. Yes, 16 days ago today, and I've been dealing with some health issues that I have had for many years, okay? Many years, and it got to the point where it was affecting a lot of my organs. It was affecting my uterus, my pancreas, my appendix, my intestines, my tailbone. I was dealing with a lot of pain and chronic pain. So it was, it was time to get this dealt with, okay? So, but your girl is a girl with a plan, okay? I want to take every single measure myself. This was such a learning, you know, a learning thing for me because I'm also a fix-it girl. Like, I can handle that. I can handle this. I got this. I got this. And, and I'm like, God, you got this. <laughs> God, you got this. And walking in faith. Let me tell you, you can't be faking it when they're reeling you into the operating room for four-hour surgery. Talking about fake it till you make it. Girl, you better have some faith as they reeling you back there. I, I totally had complete faith. And let me tell you, all this that had happened during my life, all this, you know, pain, suffering, whatever you want to call it, it never stopped me. It never once stopped me. It never, went put, it never once put my life on pause. I never once blamed God. I knew that this wasn't from God. I knew that this wasn't from God at all, right? It didn't stop me from living my best life, loving God, loving people, loving life, birthing this ministry, running wild with life group, just having so much fun with people and living my best life and kids' life and it just all kinds of things, living my best life. So it can define you 
or it can be something that happened to you. This is the whole thing that Peshelah was talking about, being trapped. The enemy would have loved to trap me. He would have loved to trap me in this, in this bitterness of why is this happening to me? I'm such a good person. How could this happen to me, right? But I, I can't fake it up here. I can't fake it. And you know what? I never fake it up here. If anybody comes up here and tells the truth, this means, well, we all tell the truth, just saying. But like, I tell on myself a lot, okay, a lot. And I, I, didn't, I didn't doubt God for a second. I never doubted God. It was real, genuine faith. And I knew, so there was a lot of unknowns in the surgery, okay? So, you know, you meet, you go to pre-op, you meet the doctor. Guys, this was like uh, many years in the making, so... I fought it as much as I could. <laughs> You're not taking me under. <laughs> so I, I am also a control freak. <laughs> so being under is, uh, you know, loss of control. So I'm like, no, no. And, okay, uh, by the way, since we're spilling all the beans, um, I, don't, I don't take medicine. I don't take any medicine at all. Like, I'm not, I'm not a medicine girl. I'm, like, all about vitamins, you know. And I'm like, what vitamin can heal that? And God's like, I'm the healer. Vitamins are. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you know there's a vitamin for that. There's a vitamin for that. So I'm, I'm really, like, anti-medicine. I just, you know why I'm anti-medicine? Because I hate not being in control. And any form of losing control, I can't stand it. So I get there. You're, you're, you're um... It's just funny. <laughs> they, they give me just some little thing, and they're like, this is just to relax you right before you go in. They give it to me, guys. In one second, I was like, oh. <laughs> the anesthesiologist is right there, and I'm like, I'm feeling strange. <laughs> She's like, whoa, that kicked in really fast. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, well, you don't let me eat anything or drink anything. This is all I got in me. <laughs> so... And uh, I wanted to take a picture, and I'm like, it, it was just weird. It's just weird anyways. But I just told the doctor, like, whoa, I'm feeling really strange. So there was a lot of unknowns when I went in. So they didn't know exactly what they were going to do. I'm going into surgery. I'm heading into surgery. And they're saying they're not going to know for sure where exactly they're going to cut, how big they're going to cut, what they're going to need to do until you're under. The girl who trusts no one and wants to be in complete control talking about, oh, we're going to have to find out once you're under. That's exactly why I don't want to go under. <laughs> I had so many things written out, what you can't do, what you can't do, you know. So there, there was a lot of unknowns. And you know what's crazy to me. I've been here for 23 years. I've been a Christian since I was four years old. Not a fake Christian, a legit. I received Jesus. I called in the name of Jesus. I was filled with the Holy Spirit, like a real, real walk. It may have been religious. I may have not known much, but like I knew Jesus. That was what was up. So I've been a Christian for a long time. And one thing that I did know for sure, that God was good. I knew that God was good. I knew that I was coming out. I knew that I was going to go through this, right? I knew that God was the healer. I knew that God was greater. I knew that I wasn't going to be alone. That I, I knew that this was going to be my breakout year. That nothing was going to hold me back. This was not a setback, but a set up for what God had for me. I was breaking free from all this pain and suffering. And, um, it was crazy because all of this is going on during COVID, you know, 
it's like it was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen. And it kept being on pause and it kept being on pause. And they're like, no one's going to be able to be there with you. And I'm like, good, that's great, because I don't want nobody's help. I want nobody to help me, you know. And then when he got a little closer and nobody could be there, I was like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I want a little help. <laughs> and it was just so cool, you know. Jesus is like, I'll be there with you, and I'll hold your hands. And I'm like, I believe that. Like, I believe that you're going to be there with me. I believe that you're holding my hand the whole time. And then like a few days later, he woke me up with that scripture when it says when the little girl, they thought she was dead. And he says, she's not dead. She's asleep. And he takes her by the hand and he says, little girl, get up. And I'm like, you didn't even have to give me a scripture. I'm like, I believed you at your word. And just to have that scripture in me, I knew that I was going to be okay. I wasn't dead. I was just sleeping. I may have looked dead, but I was just asleep. I knew that Jesus was going to hold me by the hand and say, little girl, get up, get up, get up. You got a world to change. Get up, get up. I got plans for you. Get up. We got things to do. Get up. And so in my heart and in my mind, as I'm going down, I knew I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm going up because God's the healer. And some people have said and can say is, if God is so good, why did this happen to you? You know, like, you're such a good person. You, you're always helping the kids, and you're always at church, and you're always helping others. My answer is we are living in a fallen world, okay? So many things come into play. Genetics, food, environment, the enemy, whatever. I don't care what it is. It was not from God. And it is not from God because God is the healer, right? I don't get caught up in finding, seeking, and searching for my truth. I'm too focused on finding, seeking, and searching the truth. And the truth his name is Jesus. I look to Jesus. I keep my eyes on Jesus. I stay focused on Jesus. And this is but a light affliction. This is here and gone. This is temporary for all the things that God has in store for us, right? Our generation can get so distracted in finding their truth. They're searching for their truth. What is my truth? I need to know my truth. And I want to tell you my truth. I don't want to hear your truth. I want you to find the truth. And his name is Jesus, right? We don't want to get lost, just like the rest of the world, looking for the truth. When we have the truth in us, we have the truth. There, there is no answers in searching for your truth. You want to know why? Because your truth is always changing. It's always changing. Why? Because you're always changing. One thing that will never change is John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I don't got to be worrying about what's going on. I don't got to be worrying why, why, why. No, I don't need to worry about that. My faith, my hope, my love is in Christ alone. And this is my breakout year. This is your breakout year, right? The word of the Lord went forth at the beginning of the year. Pastor Dan said it, and we quoted it, right? And we wrote it down, right? Did we write it down? We wrote it down. We listened to it every time before service. And this is what I say over myself. Only if I only knew at the beginning of the year that I would, 
proclaiming this every day over myself was exactly what was in my mind as I was going under. My spirit is strong. My emotions are settled. My mind is disciplined. My body is healed and whole. I am strong in the Lord and I walk in the power of his might. I, I am love life. I don't just see vision. I do vision. I don't just hear the word. I do the word. And these are just religious sayings if you don't actually believe them. You're wondering why God isn't working in your life. Maybe you have fake faith. Maybe you just quote in, but you don't believe in your heart. You know that you got to believe this for yourself. You got to believe that this is true. You got to believe that this is real. And in the time of need, it comes out of you. My spirit is strong. My emotions are settled. This is my breakout year. Do you know that as I'm laying there, I don't just see vision. I do vision. I got to see myself getting up. I got to see myself coming back. I got to see myself healed. I got to see myself walking. I got to see myself getting out of that hospital. I got to see myself getting off all the IVs. I got to see myself having all my organs turn on, wake up, and start working again. They were shocked. They were shocked. They said, they, they uh, scraped the intestines. They did all kinds of, they had to remove all kinds of scar tissue. And they were shocked because they put medicine on my organs to shut them down so that they could sleep. I wasn't in there 24 hours. My organs were waking up and working, and they had to let me go. They said, we can't keep you. You can't keep the good ones down. Why? Because Jesus is in. Jesus is alive. You keep hope alive. You keep hope alive. It doesn't matter what's going on. Hope is alive if God is alive in you, if Jesus is alive in you. We don't just wear the cross. We're thankful for the cross. We're walking and operating in, the, in all the benefits of the cross, right? That's why we got to know this for ourselves. We, we can't just be quoting it. We got to believe it. You can, it's like we get caught up on Instagram. You get caught up on Facebook and you quote and you can like, I can quote all things and I can quote all things. No, I can do all things and I can do all things. No, you can't. You can do nothing of yourself. I can do all things through Christ. It's through Jesus. It's through the blood. It's through his redemptive work. It's through the resurrection. That's how we live. That's how we breathe. That's how we find our purpose is in him. We don't just see vision. We do vision, right? All this is just religious talk if you don't believe it for yourself. This is why I encourage you to hear the word and do the word. You have to apply it for yourself. You got to walk out this thing. You got to believe this thing. You're wondering why God's not working. You don't even trust him. Man, you're wondering why God's not showing up. You don't even believe in him, right? It's impossible to please God without faith. Right? It takes faith to believe that he is. And let me tell you, he is. He is. Do you believe this is your breakout year? Look at your neighbor and say, do you believe it? Because the year ain't over yet. We just getting started. Right? COVID thought they had something on us. COVID ain't got nothing on the blood of Jesus. I had to get that COVID test to get. That was nasty. That was nasty. Anyways, and then I'm like, they never gave me the results. They're like, believe me, you'd be in quarantine. We wouldn't allow you 10 feet in the building. I'm like, okay, well, I'm glad because I'm here. They're like, no, you're good. I'm like, I know I'm good. But now you know I'm good. 
This was just a small setback, but it won't hold me back. What is the small setbacks in your life? Are you going to let them hold you back? Are you going to let them launch you into the future? Because God has a plan, right? God can turn anything around if you trust him, right? If you're seeking him. This is just a breakthrough to break free to break out. This is just a breakthrough to break free to break out. What area in your life do you need a breakthrough to break free to break out? We're like, yeah, it's my breakout year. I don't want to go through no breakthrough. I don't want to break nothing. Girl, you better break out. It's time to break out, right? I'm, I'm so thankful for this. I'm so thankful to be free from pain. I'm so thankful to be free from suffering. I'm so thankful to be free from fear of what it is and what's going on and the unknown. And I, I need to make a plan. I need to make a plan. I need to make a plan, right? I went into surgery at 3 p.m. I got out at 7 p.m. And I woke up at 9 p.m. By the grace of God, I went home by 6 p.m. the next day. By the grace of God, your girl was driving by the church making a video saying, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. She tells like, can you stop? <laughs> I'm like, no. I made a video as I passed the church. I'm like, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yeah, that's right. I'm coming home because God has bigger plans for me. God has bigger plans for you. Will you walk in them? Will you receive them? Will you trust him? Right? It takes faith. You got to believe that God has a plan. No matter what the enemy sends your way, God has a plan. God has a plan. I'm going to learn every lesson I need to learn through this because I know that God is greater. And you know what? You know what, devil? You don't mess with the wrong girl because when you mess with me, I'm going to teach all the others that God has a plan, right? If God did it for me, he'll do it for you. He's no respecter of persons. You don't mess with the wrong girl, the wrong family, right? God has such big plans for my life I can't even imagine. And your girl can dream big. God has greater plans for your life. Are you ready? Are you ready to start walking in them, right? So Chattel said, my older sister Chattel said, when I woke up, that I'm over there preaching. I don't really remember this because, first of all, you're out, right? So, and I told her, too, because I've seen somebody go under, and they were weird, and they said weird things, and I was like, Ugh. so I was like, Chattel, if I say weird things, it's not me, okay? And all I can think of that person who went under, I was like, ooh, like, ooh. You know, and I'm like, great, now I have that in my mind. So then I was telling her, so don't keep it in your mind. Let it go. If I said something stupid, don't hold on to it. She's like, you're going to be fine. Like, you're not going to say anything stupid. So I guess when I woke up, I was like, it's by faith. By faith, I wake up. So I'm in there preaching. Done preach to everybody. I'm the anesthesiologist. Come on, you want to receive Jesus? And, and I was like, <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, okay, um, get on the table, and I'm like, okay, and like, you have to sit in this specific spot, because and I'm like, okay, and then, and then I woke up, I'm like, did I get on the table? <laughs> and, she, and Chantel said that I was this, okay, to know me, I'm sweet, <laughs> I'm sweet, I'm an acquired sweet, okay, I'm not an obvious sweet, <laughs> so uh, she said that when I woke up, like, I was just praising Jesus, and like, I'm a total Jesus girl, at heart. And I just thought that that was so cool that even the people are like, whoa, whoa, 
Like Chateau was like, I didn't, I wanted to record it, but I didn't want to record it. Like, are we in heaven? Or like, should I back up? Like, this girl's probably talking to God right here. She's like, close my eyes. I got my mask. I'm not sure what to do, you know? And um, I was like, man, I wish you recorded it because I don't remember. <laughs> and I did, I did remember that Jesus said he was going to hold my hand. So, and I'm talking to Chantel, so sweet. Like, it's by faith. And I'm like, I need to hold your hand. She's like, okay. <laughs> We're the sisters that punch each other all growing up. <laughs> She's like, who is this be- beautiful, sweet girl? <laughs> I'm like, I need to get in touch with that girl because <laughs> I need a little more, a dose of her. God gave me an extra dose of strong, like, yeah, but that's sweet. I'm like, she's in there. She's in there. You just got to put me a little under to find her. <laughs> but you'll never get me under, right? Because <laughs> I won't go back <laughs> under <laughs> ever. <laughs> Anyways. So how can you be so confident in that? And you know what? I feel like sometimes I talk about, oh, the highs of my relationship with God. And I have a really good relationship with God. But also, a lot of times it's quiet. There's quiet because I have a confidence in him. Like when you're really close with somebody, like you know that they're always there with you. You're, you know, like me and my sister should tell we can like almost look at each other and know like, and we don't have to say a thing, you know. But like Shante, you, you can't do that with Shante. You, you got to like tell her and everything. We love you and you're great. And me and Chantel, like, we look at each other like, I love you, you love me, we got your bag, and yeah, you know. So I think sometimes I'd say, I talk about how, like, I'm holding Jesus' hands, and those things, those moments are rare, okay? Those moments are rare, but, like, my everyday walk with God is my confidence in him, that he's with me, that he has a plan for me. My everyday walk with God is with the Holy Spirit, praying in the Holy Spirit, asking the Holy Spirit to guide me, to comfort me, to walk with me, right? Your comforter is not your comforter. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. Your comforter is just a blanket you throw on, just just in case you was wondering. The Holy Spirit is the comforter. And so another free bit is, free bit, the fit bit, <laughs> is uh, I don't trust anybody. I'm just like that. It's just how I'm a little bit wired and, you know, like just growing up, it's just like survival mode kind of thing. And I'm not a very trusting person. So going in, I'm like, don't touch me. You know, like that's just how my mind works. You know, like shut the door. Who are you? And I want to be very, that's why I don't like, I, I never wanted to go under. So I was at perfect peace. Like, Like, the Holy Spirit literally showed up. Like, I can't even describe the peace of God. Like, I I know that we have that scripture and we talk about the peace of God that surpasses understanding. But I literally, literally, and I'm not trying to be all like, oh, I'm super spiritual. And I, I just want to be real with you guys with the experience that I had. But the Holy Spirit literally just comforted me and I had zero, 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 zero trust issues, like zero, zero anxiety. Like I literally cast all my care. I knew that he was with me. I knew that I was coming out. Every nurse that came in, I was just like, I am so thankful for you. You are doing a great job. Okay, what is that you're giving me? <laughs> they're like, they're, they're like, you are a why person. I want to know what it is. 
You know, is there any side effects? Because your girl's a prayer. Okay, I'm going to pray them side effects away. <laughs> I want to know what it is. And if I'm not feeling that, I don't want it. <laughs> and right away, anyways, no more details. <laughs> it was a lot that happened. But it was just so amazing that me, a person that's not very trusting, like Shantae, Shantae, my little sister, she'll trust anybody. Like everybody has a great heart. Everybody in the world is just out to do good for her. You know, everybody's going to care for her. They're watching out for her. They're going to protect her. I'm like, no, there's killers out there. No, we don't trust people. She's like, what's wrong with you? God is good all the time. I'm like, God is good, but you need to wise up. You know, that's why God gave me as your sister. Imagine without me. She's like, no, don't you ain't God. You're right. You're right. So it's just, I really got to genuinely experience a little bit of what Shantae lives, I guess. <laughs> the peace of God. So, and how can we do this? And I want to say it's because we have to look to Jesus. Not just the like, not just want to look to Jesus, but actually look to Jesus. Call on Jesus. Look to Jesus. Run to him. Be real with him. Say, Jesus, this is where I'm at. I'm doubting. I'm questioning. I need your help. I need healing. I need you, right? Be real with him. He wants you to be real with him. Do you know how many prayers that God hears and he's like, imagine they just want me to hear that? He knows your every thought, you know? I'm in the position that I'm in now, as Pastor Sasha up here, our life group leader, it's, it's crazy how you start to see people say what they think you want them to say. Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. Everything is going great. And they just lost everything. They just like, and it's like, you don't need to perform for me, right? Faith it. Don't fake it. We, we can confuse those two. We think acting fake is acting in faith. But if you don't believe it with all your heart, you are faking it every single time. And you're wondering why God is not showing up because you don't actually believe what you're faking, right? That's why we can't fake it. We got to get real with God. The best thing about being honest, like humble yourself or you will be humbled. It's, it's either or. Humble yourself is that you get to learn where your launching pad is. If you keep faking it and you keep faking it, you never even get a starting point because you're faking it. You got to fake it. You got to you got to act like you. you oh, yeah, I'm healed. I'm healed. <laughs> and you're like, OK, well, let's hold on. Yes. By faith, you receive your healing. But let's pray. Let's come into agreement. Maybe you should go take a nap. Maybe you should get some rest. Maybe you should put some Netflix down, put your phone down, actually get some sleep hours in. Right. Anyways, that was for free for anybody who need to pick that one up. We need to look to Jesus, get real with him, and we need to watch Jesus. What did Jesus do? How did Jesus react? How did Jesus respond? You know, we have the Bible. He came and he walked on this earth so that he could be an example. Jesus went through a storm and he has his head on a pillow. And everybody else is like, we're going to die. And I imagine that they, in the operating room, they get so much of that. And you're in there walking around that, by faith, I'm coming out. They're like, who is she? <laughs> like, what is this girl? <laughs> what are you talking about? The drugs have got to her. I'm like, no, let me tell you, I'm about to get to you. 
Chantal said, like, the anesthesiologists, they all come out, like, they come to meet her, and, like, she was such, she was so lovely. I'm like, man, I was passed out. What was I doing? <laughs> I'm like, amen. Thank you, Jesus, right? We need to learn from him. How many of you guys ready for a lesson? We need to learn from Jesus. We got to look to Jesus, and we need to live in him. Not of ourselves. I can do nothing of myself. It's in Christ Jesus. We need to really start to discover who he is and really discover who we are in him. That's the only way we're going to overcome the things that we're going through. That's the only way we're going to overcome these struggles. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he said, come to me. Jesus is saying to you right now, come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Anybody got anything heavy going on? Any burdens? Jesus said, come to me. Invite Jesus into that weakness and watch him turn it into a strength. Come to me and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. We are living in a, in a stressful time right? It's go, 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 go. You know, you're on your phone, you're on your phone, you're on your phone. You're looking, looking through images, looking through images, flipping through images, looking through TikToks, looking through Instagram, looking through, looking through. And you know what you're looking through? Everything that's fake. You're looking at fake, 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 everything that's fake. You're fake. We're all fake. There's some kind of filter on every single one of our posts talking about woke up like this. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You brushed your teeth, you combed your hair, you put mascara on, you put blush on, you put glass on, and you you, you liar, right? Woke up like this. It's not true, but it's crazy because we start to believe the lie. You have so many filters on your, your uh, photo that you're like, man, I really want to get my hair that color again. Your hair was never that color. I'm sorry to tell you, you, never, you never achieved that blonde. It was a filter, okay? My girl, I, I come in, I'm like, I come in and I'm like, I want to go blonde. I've gone blonde a couple times. It's fun. It's great, but whatever. It is what it is. I have, this is my like natural color, okay? There's a little bit of wisdom and that's, we're not going to talk about that. But anyways, so I go in and my, my hair girl is like, okay, I love the pictures that you bring me. They're awesome. But they're all of white girls. <laughs> the next time you come in, bring me a picture of a, of a Hispanic girl, a Latin girl, a Mexican girl with that color blonde. Do you know how hard it was to find? <laughs> I'm like, nah, I want a white girl blonde. <laughs> She's like, honey, you ain't white. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so you're wondering why I can't achieve that. <laughs> you bring me jet black hair. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And Jesus said, come to me. <laughs> and I cast my care, and it's all good, right? That was for free. Come to me, and I will give you rest. How many of you guys need some rest? How many of you guys need some God kind of rest? No more stress, no more anxiety, no more pressure. Like, I'm the provider. I'm the man of the house. No, God's the provider. God's the protector. God's got you. It's time to rest. It's time to rest. He says, take my yoke. So we need to come to him, right? He'll give us rest. And he says, take my yoke. We need to take his yoke. You know what his yoke is? He says, take my purpose. Take my purpose. What's God's purpose? Win the lost and make disciples. What's God's purpose? To preach, teach, and heal. The world needs you, right, to come to Jesus, 
enter into his rest and take his purpose because he has a purpose for your life. I love this scripture because it talks about his burden. Let's get there. Take my purpose upon you and learn from me. We need to look to Jesus. We need to see how he acted, how he responded. Was Jesus ghetto? He said, for I am gentle and humble. Cash me outside. How about that? Let's go. I came ready to fight. Let's go. Jesus, what did Jesus say? What did he say? Learn from me. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. For I am gentle and humble in heart. What? Okay, we need to learn from him, right? I'm talking about I'm woke, I'm strong. I, I love that I'm very strong, but I had to learn that it's not me, it's Christ in me, right? Humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. I mean, we want that rest. We want that rest for our souls, but I'm strong. I'm the provider. I'm the man of the house. I got this. I can do this. I'm woke. Let's go. Wait, wait, wait. Humble yourself. And find rest for your souls. For my yoke, my purpose is easy and my burden is light. If it's heavy, it's not from God. Because his purpose is easy and his burden is light. Whatever burden you're carrying, no matter how big or how small, right? No matter whatever sickness or health issue you're carrying, no matter how big or how small, come to Jesus. He says, come to me. Number one, come to Jesus, right? Number two, Rest in him. Rest in him. I had so much peace during this situation, during this circumstance, because I could rest in him. I knew that God had me. I knew that I was coming through. I knew that I was breaking through to break free, to break out. And number three, we need to learn from him. In the storm, when you start learning from Jesus, in the storm, he said he had a pillow, right? Can you imagine? You're on a cruise ship. It's going whoosh. And they're over there like about to jump ship because they're about to die. And Jesus is asleep on a pillow. If that was Jesus and that was me, you know what we should do? We should run up on Jesus and jump on that pillow. Talk about you got any room, Jesus? Because if you go into the other side, I'm going with you. I'm going with you. No, we're like, we're going to die. And he's like, "Mm, where's your faith? Right? Where's your faith at? Jesus would always say when somebody got healed, he would say, according to your faith, according to your faith. We're like, man, God could do anything. Yeah, God could send you to the moon, to Mars, but it's according to your faith. You're like, I can't even get to church. <laughs> like, God can do all things according, where's your faith at? It's according to your faith. No guilt, no condemnation. It's just a launching pad where you're starting from. We can't fake it. We can't fake it. Why? Because we ain't making it. We ain't making it. You want to see God do a breakthrough and a breakout in your finances? Where's your faith at? Invite God to start there. You want to see a breakout, breakthrough, and break free in your healing? Where's your faith at? Right? And let God start there. You want to see a breakthrough and a breakout in your relationship? Where's your faith at? Because it's according to your faith. According to your faith, right? Number four, we need to humble ourselves. It's time to humble ourselves. It's time to be honest with ourselves, become teachable, right? Always growing, always learning. There's always something to learn. Number five is we need to take his purpose, not ours. We need, it said, take my purpose, take my yoke, not ours, right? Your purpose on your own is too heavy, and it's way 
too heavy to carry somebody else's. You know what? You see like somebody posting and they're like, they're doing this and having great success. You're like, ooh, I need to do that. That's a great idea. I need to do that. And there you are doing that and doing that and doing that and doing this. And what are you successful at? None, because it's not your purpose. <laughs> it's not what God's called you to do. We went to Guatemala, and we saw like 500 kids come out. And these kids are so excited to receive Jesus. They're so excited to raise their hand, and they're covered in dirt. They're covered in dirt. Some of them didn't have any shoes on. They're drinking water bottles, and there's all this floating, floating stuff in their water. And they are so happy raising their hand. And we went to the orphanage, and there's all the orphans. And, and I'm holding them, and I, and I walk out, and I lose it. I just start crying and crying and crying. And I was just like, man, that burden is too heavy. And God's like, I didn't call you to carry it. I just thought that like blew my mind because that wasn't my purpose. But God called living waters. God called them to there and we support them. We send money financially. We go over there to help them, to lift them up, to encourage them, right? To partner with them. And he's like, but the, the purpose I called you is not too heavy for you. Some people say what I do, like, man, that's too heavy. That's too crazy. How she survives all that. But it's light and it's easy because God's called me, right, to his purpose. How many of you guys are tired? Anybody tired? Come on, your girl's a bit, but she ain't giving up. I may be a little quiet today. I may be a little bit more chill today. I'm, I'm supposed to be in bed, but your girl can't be stopped. She walked up here by faith, and I, I believe that I got a message to give, right? A message to give. Tired of religion, tired of faking it, filled with anxiety, filled with stress, and your mind is exhausted. It's time to come to Jesus. It's time to come to Jesus, right? Who wants rest for their soul? Not just rest for your eyes, rest for your soul. To be at peace in here, rest for your soul. Come to Jesus, rest in him, learn from him, humble yourself, be honest with yourself, and take his purpose, not yours. Jesus is saying, learn from me, learn from me, and learn who I am in you. And together, we can transform this world. Together, we can change the world. It's not just you. You can do nothing on your own. Jesus said, Jesus himself walking on this earth said, I can do nothing on my own, only the will of the Father. How do we think we can do a thing on our own? We can't. It's only by the grace of God, right? In him, through him. God has a plan for all of us. We just got to receive it by faith, right? I have another quick story. So the whole faking it till you make it, like I have 10 more pages of notes, but I didn't know talking so much slower, you don't get through that much. <laughs> Usually I talk a million miles, uh, or a, I talk really, really fast, and everybody tells me to slow down. But this is what it feels like to talk slower, I guess. <laughs> you get 10 extra pages of notes. But the whole faking it till you make it, I believe Peshtan gave me a great lesson for this when I was like 17 or 18 years old. So um, we were going to do a Hawaii trip, the whole church, and he invited everybody if they wanted to go to Hawaii. And your girl's like 17 or 18, and I'm like, I'm going. By faith, I'm going. 
yeah, by faith I'm going. So I went, I wrote my name down, and I'm like, by faith. Like, woo! So the first payment is due, and I'm like 17 or 18, and I'm probably the only kid on the list. And Pastor Dan's like, okay, that's awesome. I'm really I'm excited for you to go with us. So the first payment is due. I'm just wondering to see how, how that's going, how you're coming up with it. I'm like, oh, I ain't got nothing. And he's like, oh, okay, so why did you sign up? I'm like, by faith. <laughs> like, by faith. I'm just, I'm going. Call those things that be not as though they are. Woo! And it wasn't according to my faith because I had nothing. I had no, I didn't have no deposit. I didn't have nothing. And he said, that's not fake. That's not fake. That's fake. <laughs> and I was so young and I got this, I got this like a revelation. It was so awesome to me that I never wanted to fake it again. And he taught me too that when you put your name down, your word should mean something. Your word should mean something because at that time my word meant nothing. I didn't care. It's just my name, whatever. Erase it. No, but your words should mean, your, your name should mean, it should say something about you, that you keep your word, that you do believe God. And so I was like, whoa, God, lesson learned, okay? Uh, I don't have faith to go. <laughs> I have fake faith to go, and I want to go. And I started to hustle a little bit, and a little bit of money came in, and I, I, I started it was like, I think months later, because it was like a month, they had so much advanced time, but I was actually able to go. But I believe if he didn't teach me that lesson, I, w- I wouldn't have been able to go. I wouldn't have learned. I wouldn't have learned that my name meant something, and that's not faith, that's just faking it. So in, I think it's Second Timothy somewhere, Paul said in First Timothy 1.5, the purpose of my instruction is that all believers will be filled with love that comes from a pure heart and a clear conscience and genuine faith. So I just want you to ask yourself, is my faith genuine? Is my faith genuine or have I fallen for the social media fake life? Just ask yourself, is my faith genuine? Do I trust God in this situation? And if you don't, it's okay. Invite him in where you're at and watch him take you to unlimited places, right, where you, he, he'll blow your imagination. You could dream big. You could put your vision board, your bulletin board, all these things, and watch God make them come to pass when you add him. When you add him, you seek him, right? So Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and and has sat down on the right hand of the throne of God. I love that he's looked to Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher of our faith for the joy that was set before him. I would like to ask you, what's the joy set before you? What's the excitement set before you? What's the joy set before you? It should be Jesus. It should be looking to Jesus, right? So we always have a choice to make, and I want to choose joy. I want to choose love. I want to choose patience. I want to choose kindness and goodness and gentleness. And I want to choose self-control. Self-control over those whatever bad habits, bad eating habits, bad watching habits, bad not exercising habits. How are we going to overcome in this world? It's like, by faith, by faith. It's our daily choices. It's our daily choices that we start to change. And people say, how are you having such great success? By the grace of God, by the grace of God, right? 
You always have a choice to make. Look at your neighbor and say, you have a choice to make. Every day you wake up, and I choose joy, right? We choose joy. You don't have to earn God's love, but you do have to choose it. It is a choice that you have to make. God's love is a free gift, right? And you, all you have to do is receive it. And if you like to choose Jesus tonight for the first time, I'd love to say a prayer with you together. Everybody bow your heads. Let's call on the name of Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, I call on your name right now. I believe in you. I ask you to save me, set me free. Thank you, Jesus, for this new life. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And just like that, you receive Jesus. All you have to do is call in the name of Jesus, right? Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and you shall be saved. God has great plans for you. Choose joy. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, I encourage you, and I hope I inspire you to choose joy. Amen? Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.